0: travel
1: squad podcast we're four friends that grew up together in the same small town we followed each other to san diego and now we adventure the world together
2: one passport stamp at a time
1: we're here to share our travel stories and inspire you to go on your own adventures
2: even if it starts with your own backyard i'm jamal
1: Brittany, kim and i'm dana and And
2: we're we're the
0: travel squad Squad Podcast.
3: podcast
1: so grab your tickets
0: your passport
2: and don't forget your travel insurance
0: and prepare for takeoff we Hello,
1: y'all. It's Brittany. Hey, it's Saina. Hey, y'all. It's Kim.
2: Welcome to episode 22 of the Travel Squad podcast. This week, we're taking you to Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas to celebrate one of America's beautiful national parks and a little bit of hospitality with that southern charm.
0: I am obsessed with national parks and going to all of them is on my bucket list. So when I realized that Hot Springs National Park was only a five-hour drive from Dallas, so I could squeeze in a visit with my sister and also go to this national park, I had to go. I was also really intrigued because after I did research, it was a city surrounded in nature, and there's so much to do.
3: I didn't know too much going into this trip, but I learned a lot at the end of this trip. So much about the natural hot springs, gangsters, prohibition, even the MLB, all of which changed the course of history in our country and really shape the way that it is today.
1: So there are two things I wanna say before we get into this episode. One, I love pop culture. And I remember when Britney Spears was photographed driving her son, who was a toddler at the time, on her lap in California. And in California, that does not fly. And her response was, I'm country, y'all. And I can see how people would do that out there because we didn't see any cops. It's nothing but open road. And it just seems like it would be so normal to do that. So I got what she meant by that. And then two, my grandmother is from Arkansas and my mom spent summers out in Arkansas and Arkansas is never a place that I thought I would go to. So it was kind of exciting to go and just see the state where they come from and this is Bill Clinton's hometown, Hot Springs, Arkansas. It's so interesting. As we were walking down the street, we saw this sign commemorating that it is his hometown. I have never been to the hometown of a president.
2: We were when we were in Hot Springs. Now Do- I have. It was Doing quite big exciting. Things.
1: <laughs> Before we get
3: into this episode, I have something very important that I need to address. So in episode 18, when we talk about the Italian beef in Chicago, I mentioned that my friend Tony is the one who recommended eating it at Portillo. And if you listen to that episode, we weren't big fans of the beef there. We had better beef. Exactly. That's what we said in the episode. But I must retract that statement now because he reminded me that he did not recommend it from Portillo's. He actually recommended it from Al's Beef. Now, I can't confirm nor deny if the performance or taste of their beef is better than Portillo's. But if you're in Chicago, check out Al's Beef for yourself and then send us a message on Instagram with your opinion.
2: So Big Al might have better beef is what you're saying.
3: (laughs) <laughs> Tony says Big Al has good beef. Ooh,
2: all right. Maybe next time we'll have to go and get some beef from, from Big, Big Al. Al. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, of course, we're gonna start this episode off with some tips. And the first tip I wanna give you guys is that even though the national park, sometimes national parks don't have like entrance times or closing times, but in this national park, because it's mostly located in the city, all of the national park buildings close at 5 p.m. And just to give you guys some background information, this is a weekend trip and we drove from Dallas. That's where we flew into, and it's a five hour drive. And the reason why we stayed in Dallas is because my sister lives there. So we had to leave pretty early in the morning so that we could enjoy some of the buildings that were at the national park and be mindful that they closed at 5 p.m.
3: and we also flew into Dallas to see your sister but also because it was a free place to stay Friday and Sunday night and she was so nice that she let us borrow her car so we saved big time on this trip Shout out to
1: Tanette. Yes.
2: And just real quick before we get into more tips, I just want to say that's something that I found really interesting about Hot Springs National Park. You know, you think national parks and you think nature, wild, and there was some of that. But what was unique about this is that a portion of the city and downtown area itself was the national park.
3: Yeah, that's one of the
1: most unique things about this place. Mm -hmm. You know what I think of when I think of national parks?
2: Tell me. Bears. Bears. Mountain mountain lions. lions. (laughs) Cougars.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. Do you feel that way walking through the city, Zena? Not really. But
2: but in the mountainscape behind, perhaps there are some bears and cougars.
1: You know, they're just sitting there on the hill, rubbing their paws together, waiting for us to go on the trails so they can pounce us and eat us the way that we ate Al's beef.
3: But we we didn't didn't eat eat Al's beef. (laughs) (laughs) But we want it, though. (laughs) (laughs) Something else you have to know, very important. There is no drinking on Sundays.
1: What kind of bullshit is that? It was crazy because when we were driving from Dallas to... To hot springs, what we stopped at a gas station. I, I think we were in Arkansas at that point, and when we came out Kim made the comment that there was no alcohol sold there. And I was like, huh? And we went back in to check, and it is a dry state.
2: Not dry state, I think county mm-hmm. in some areas it was. Dry
0: was gas
1: that- stations. That was actually but- me that made that comment because I was looking for some white claws.
3: Oh. Also in our Chicago episode, first time Brittany and Jamal had white claw, and now
0: they're hooked.
2: A little less uh, than a month later, Brittany's looking for those white claws on the road trips, huh?
0: <laughs> Keeping her eyes open. Good job. So I also have another tip to add is one of the must-dos of Hot Springs National Park is the bathhouse. You absolutely must try the bathhouse, whether it be the modern or the traditional. Does it matter? Try one. Try both if you can. But the bathhouse that we went to closed at 6 p.m. So again, just be mindful of the time that the establishment closes.
2: Yeah, and what the bathhouses actually are, keep in mind in the name Hot Springs National Park. So back in the early 1900s, late 1800s, they created bathhouses where they captured some of the natural hot springs that ran from the mountains there and people would take baths in them. They would turn them into spas. So they were just referred to as bathhouses, traditional spas. So they close at 6 p.m. So the traditional one we'll get into a little bit more later. It's the classic vibe, which we will explain. The modern is more a general pool where everybody sit together in the hot temperatured water. So really, really nice. But that's what Brittany's referring to when she's talking about the bathhouses. And again, they do close at 6 6 p.m.
0: What time did they close? 6. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but the downtown of Hot Springs is such a walkable city. We actually had a difficult time finding parking and we ended up having to park at our hotel before walking downtown, but it's such a cute, walk- so cute. Yes, walkable city and because everyone is going there for the thermal waters, there are actually two water stations and you can literally drive your car up and bring your reusable containers like your five gallon containers we saw people doing this and there's a spot where you can fill up for hot thermal water and then there's another station down the road that you can fill up all of your bottles with cold thermal water and take it home for you to enjoy
2: yeah and the water is really clean to drink because when we think of thermal water sometimes maybe our minds tend to think sulfurous or smelly and just non-potable water not smelly yes but this is non-smelly non-aggy, sulfuric water. So really, really fresh, good to drink. And that's what you're bathing in at the hot springs themselves. I
3: overheard someone talking about the benefits of them when she was filling up her water bottles. She was saying how it's good for your skin. It's good for your hair. It's good for curing colds or flus. And she bakes with it. She cooks with it and like does everything with it. She must have lived there. She was really hyping
1: it up. Funny story about those fountains is that night when we walked back to our hotel, who remembers how cold it was? It nope. was
2: f- It was pretty cool that night
1: freezing it was like in the 30s right so we passed that and jamal decides to turn it on and put his hand under the fountain to see if it's warm or cold and it was really warm so jamal got excited and he's like "Ooh, feel how warm that water is and i thought to myself absolutely not because then your hand is gonna have to dry and get like cold from that and so what happened to you jamal after
2: you took your hand out it was freezing but nonetheless <laughs> i always come prepared and i have gloves so i, I, had, I, was gloves low I had gloves though because we gave you shit To bring it and come prepared
1: You you still gave me shit about these gloves Because the gloves that I have are fingerless gloves So I can still (laughs) So pretty
2: much you didn't bring gloves You brought a fashion accessory I had gloves Okay, whatever
1: (laughs) And you were able to still text I was. Take <laughs> selfies, come at
0: you live from the breakfast buffet.
1: Which
2: we did. <laughs> we did. Yeah.
0: So we are going to walk you through our weekend. So we did this over just a weekend trip. We left on a Friday night and we flew home on a Monday morning. And on Saturday morning, we left Dallas for our five-hour drive to Hot Springs National Park. And we booked a hotel at the Hotel Hot Springs. What was our favorite part about the hotel, guys?
2: The breakfast buffet. Oh yeah. I don't know what happened because you... Usually when we book reservations for hotels, we always look to see if there's gonna be a free breakfast included. And for whatever reason, Brittany usually does the booking. she didn't mention anything. Maybe she didn't see it in hindsight. I think when we went back to look at the reservation, it was listed at the very, very bottom, almost like a little asterisk. Oh, it includes that. So we only found it out, which we didn't mention yet, our friends, Kasha and Ryan, who have come with us on our adventures to China, as well as to Japan, they live in Oklahoma. So their drive was closer than and from us to Dallas to get to Hot Springs and it wasn't until Kasha actually mentioned, oh, we have a free breakfast buffet did we realize that oh the my hotel God. had and a breakfast buffet. And how excited
3: did we get when she said that?
2: Fucking excited.
3: Our <laughs> eyes
0: lit up like a Christmas tree.
2: <laughs> Bigger than Kim's eyes lit up for the Al's Italian beef. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So the cost of our hotel for the night, we were only going to stay Saturday night, was $143.25. Split that four ways. Very affordable. Mm-hmm.
2: It was actually a really nice hotel as well. I was shocked to see when we first got there, there was so much baseball memorabilia that was yeah. up on the wall. And I was wondering to myself, why is there so much baseball memorabilia here? And not only that, it was more classic baseball photos of Babe Ruth, Cy mm-hmm. Young, etc. So lots of blacks and whites photos. And come to find out later, which we'll get into a little bit why that was the case.
1: I just want to say that this hotel also had a special that if you order a large pizza, you get a free four, six pack. I thought it was six pack of beer. There yeah. you go. For Ten bucks. Crazy cheap down there in the south. So Jamal was like, oh, do you think that means that you add on a six pack for $10 or you get it for $10 with the pizza? And when you leave the hallway, you can see people's pizza boxes out in the hallway. And Jamal's like, oh, you know, they scored on that deal.
2: Well, so if somebody does it, let us know we didn't do it because we Ate at another restaurant out, but we'll again get into that later. Tin Bones.
0: So, after our five hour drive and dropping our stuff off at the hotel, we met up with Cash and Ryan. They got there pretty much at the same time as us. And Ryan loves beer. And so, our first stop, who doesn't? (laughs) I love beer. Yeah, I mean, we all love beer, but I remember when we got there, Cash was like, Ryan's ready for a beer, guys. And I'm like, okay, great. We will head over to the Superior Bathhouse Brewery.
3: And we walked from our hotel because it is so walkable
2: and quaint. Yeah, it was just around the corner. That's what I really liked about it. The part that was a national park of the downtown includes the old bathhouses. So there's only two that are still active, but the street that we were walking on is called Bathhouse Row. And again, very quaint, classical buildings. All these were old spas. So the bathhouses that are no longer official bathhouses, some of the buildings themselves are national park museums or the visitor center. One of them, Superior Bathhouse, has now turned into a brewery so they use the thermal spring waters to create their own beer so beautiful tap room they do have a restaurant i will say this the beer is better than the food so if you're going there just go get some drinks better food options in the city itself
0: it is the only national park that has a brewery and the
1: brewery was created and is owned by a female so shout out to all the women out there woo
2: woo.
0: yeah representing
2: what was your favorite beer kim because you got a flight out there
1: Yes, I got a
3: flight of four different kinds and the sour was really good.
2: You love sours though. I do. I ended up getting the Space Force, which was a hazy IPA, and it was really, really good. You know, I didn't think the beer was not gonna be good, but I am spoiled here in San Diego because San Diego is a craft brewing city, probably the start of craft brewing throughout the United States, I will dare to say that.
1: Craft beer,
3: capital of the world. Yes. And Brittany's dad keeps you stocked with his homemade brews. Yes,
2: because he does brew his own beer just as well. and as a matter of fact, he's brewing a keg for Thanksgiving, Ooh. which I'm pretty excited about. So by this time this episode airs, we will have drank that keg. We'll
4: report <laughs> back. <laughs> but nonetheless,
2: again, I wasn't expecting the beer to be bad, but I'm just so spoiled with the craft brew scene that we have here. So when I try other craft brew, other places, they're good. They're just, I don't think they're exceptional. But these beers were quite exceptional. I don't know if it's the thermal water. I don't know if it's just a good brew master, but very, very delicious.
0: So Jamal, I remember you got something to eat there. We had chili. Tell me what you thought about the chili.
2: Well, I guess this is what happens when you're born and raised in California your whole life. You know, you understand some different cultural differences of different places within the United States, like in the Northern United States, they have gravy with their French fries versus ketchup or mayo, you know, things like that. Soda. So- soda. Pop. Pop, yes. I had no clue where we were at that chili can come without beans. So I ordered some chili to go with my beer and all of a sudden it comes out and it's just ground beef in a a little stew with nothing else in it. Maybe some onions, but no beans. I was like, what? No beans? And then <laughs> Cash and Ryan had to tell me, oh yeah, in this part of the United States, they don't make chili with beans. I couldn't believe it. Interesting.
1: And then I got soup and it was lukewarm at best. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> but I did get a honey basil beer and that was delicious. I really enjoyed it. Ooh. And I drank a soda
0: water with lime.
2: Yes. So <laughs> in some summer- ways-
0: because- You're not
1: drinking this year, right? I am sober for
0: 2019. We all know that Zaina's sober for 19. She's taken an oath of sobriety. Yes. And so I didn't realize
1: how big of a drinking trip
0: this would be.
1: And so it's not like it was, oh my gosh, I'm ready to cave. But it's hard because when we were at the brewery and I'm hearing everyone talking about how good their beer is and everyone's passing it around so they can try each other's beer, it was just really hard for me. And I love wit beers. And at one point, Kim got a wit beer in her flight. Mm-hmm. And when that happened, my heart sank to the Aww. bottom of my stomach because I'm like, I could pound a Whitbeer beer like nobody's business but oath of sobriety for 2019 i will say
2: this speaking on pounding beers zaina can actually chug i'm so impressed with how well she could <laughs> chug beer like i try really fast yeah oh my god
3: <laughs> it's impressive <laughs> you know what zaina you only have 30 days left
1: so 2020 i'm coming for you
2: so in summary go to the superior bathhouse brewery for the beer not for the food necessarily
0: when we actually got to the superior bathhouse brewery there was a wait and they estimated it to be about 40 minutes. So Ryan really generously said that he would wait behind while we explore Bathhouse Row. And we took a quick stopover at a place called Lamar's Emporium. And it's a gift shop. But inside of the gift shop, and we didn't really look around for gifts because we got distracted because <laughs> they have a bathtub inside. And in the bathtub, you can get inside of it. And they have props to take pictures they with. They
3: have shower caps with big flowers on them. And they have loofahs lufa with... Loofahs <laughs> with handles. So Loofah scrubby brushes
2: and everything like that. Yeah, so we found that. Well originally so the emporium itself is part of the national park. It's one of their gift shops in the old classical buildings of the bathhouses. And so as we've mentioned before, Brittany and I love to get ornaments from our places of travel. So we were going more particularly to look for an ornament because by the time we had beer at the Superior Bathhouse Brewing. We knew we had our appointment at the non-traditional bathhouse that we were going to do to go soak in the water. And so since the buildings closed at 5, we tried to get over there to see if we could find an ornament before they closed because we knew we were going to be leaving early in the morning. But we didn't even get to look for an ornament because we took our sweet time taking photos in that (laughs) bathtub.
0: Yeah, Jamal and I took a couple's photo. We took a squad photo. We took a squad photo plus Kasha. I took an individual photo. What did you do in
2: that individual photo with this <laughs> oh, oh
0: hold on the guy that works there
3: older very nice kind southern gentleman was the one taking our pictures mind you
2: very great southern charm down there I just want to say this Absolutely. is the first time I've really really experienced some southern charm Everyone's so friendly, even the worker. He was our personal photographer. And Kim has referenced in previous episodes how s- when some people take photos, they do a shit job. This guy was a professional. He
1: knew what he was doing. Yes. Yeah, he was. And he did it with a smile on his face. Like when people say Southern Charm, after you've experienced Southern Charm, you know why it is Southern Charm and not Northeastern Charm. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. <laughs> yeah, it is
0: Southern Charm.
2: So tell us about that photo, Brittany.
0: You jumped in solo. I jumped in solo. and I took I think it was the loofah with a handle and I put my legs up and I Pretended I was scrubbing my cooch. You put your legs up, spread eagle, (laughs) spread eagle. (laughs) It was a great... And the guy was was like, whoa, whoa, (laughs) this is my cue to leave. (laughs) (laughs) But when he was taking pictures of like Zaina in the bathtub, he was telling her to do like a sexy pose or a come hither. So he was was all for it.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, there's only so much sexy you can do in a bathtub. (laughs) But in the middle of taking these
3: pictures, we actually got called that our time was up for the table. So we had to rush back to the brewery.
2: Yeah, because Ryan had waited behind, like Brittany said, and he waited behind because he's been to hot springs before for work himself so he's already experienced it seen it so he said oh i'll go wait and so we went back and that's when we had all the beer and the food that we were talking about earlier
1: and i don't take ryan as a photo shoot type of person
2: definitely not
0: (laughs) i mean kasha said it herself that he would not be caught dead in that bathtub with us
2: (laughs) but we got him in one by the end of the trip we got him in one by the end of the trip good sport ryan yes
0: So after we finished at the Superior Bathhouse Brewery, we went to the Fordyce Visitor Center and it was really cool because it was one of the original bathhouses, but they have turned it now into a self-guided tour and visitor center.
2: Visitor center slash museum.
0: You know what I just realized? Brittany, you say tour. How do you say it?
1: Tour. Tour. Tour?
2: Tour. Well, that's how you say it. Tour.
1: Tour? Tour. 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 Tour.
2: <laughs> tour okay <laughs> <laughs> well I really like the Fordyce Visitor Center so again the Fordyce Visitor Center was a previous bathhouse that's no longer in operation now a visitor center slash museum and just picture walking into a classic 1910s 1920s building really beautiful floors marble or stone looking
3: rocking chairs out yes, on the big
2: porch. Yes. and how then, many
0: stories would you say it was
2: it was at least four I felt like. I mean yeah. three for sure. They probably have an underground. Four. Did they have an underground? Yeah, that's that's where did. the bathrooms were. That's where yeah. the bathrooms well, were. Well, I remember on the top floor in one corner, they even had a gymnasium in there. So you go in and you see like a classic 1920s gymnasium. I don't There was a horse in there. And by a horse, I'm not talking about the animal. I'm talking about the Olympic sport horse. There was a horse in there. <laughs> I was like, wow, what are these people doing? You've never... this, give me a look. You don't know what horses? I don't know what we're it the, is either. It's, those, it's that long <laughs> balance beam that the guys are on. Oh, yes, They rotate yes, yes. themselves around. What? And they had like the holding rings. Yeah, Just Google it. it. Okay.
1: You know what a balance beam is, right? Like in gymnastics, where mm-hmm. they're on the balancing beam, that's what horse is. But when
2: Jamal's
0: men walking on a balancing they're beam, they're not is, walking
2: on it though, necessarily. They, they prop use them, their
0: hands to prop themselves up and like spin around. And on it's on almost
2: it. like breakdancing oh. with their hands, but not breakdancing. I don't know how to, yeah. It's like
1: breakdancing, but on a balance beam. Ah. Just twisting their body around. Yeah, but when you said that, I immediately thought to myself, where was the fucking horse? It was no, in the gymnasium, okay, No, not gotcha. a real life
2: like, horse. So there's why I'm kind of a path
1: that you walk through and it takes you
3: through the men's bathhouses, the women's bathhouses, the women's showers, men's locker room. And you know what was interesting and just so typical of the fucking 1900s? Tell the- us. The women's bathhouses and changing rooms were just moderate and the men's were like fancy as fuck. Yeah, they were. And they even had a sign explaining that the men's areas were nicer than the women's. No explanation
0: as to why, but I was like, what the hell? Just
2: a sign of the times, (laughs) I guess.
0: I remember one of the signs even said that they were realizing the woman's room was getting overcrowded. So they decided to add one additional bathtub.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> throw one more in there. But it was really interesting in there because when you walk through, you're seeing all these bathtubs. And so the traditional bathhouses as they were and has the one that still is in operation, you have your own bathtub bathtub that you sit in that has the thermal water they even had i don't want to call it a steam room it was a steam chamber where do you remember people would the go into that box no 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 but where people would sit in that box, in box. and it had an open hole for their head oh, yeah. and it oh, yes. was basically steam which in there. seems a
3: little like too saw like for me like it, i'm not going into it, something like, like movie that saw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it just looked like a classic gym room or gym changing room but they had Showers with the thermal water, tubs with the thermal water, that steam room, They had that
3: needle shower, too. And that totally reminded me of, like, the nail room that they used to put Matilda in in that movie. Oh, yes. Mrs. (laughs) Trenchbowl would put all the bad kids in that needle room. That's what that shit reminded me of.
0: And this was just all (laughs) on the bottom floor. But as you go up on the different floors to explore, like Jamal said, they had a gymnasium. There was actually places to stay so someone could stay overnight. There was a massage parlor. There was a spa. There was even this conveyor belt
3: thing from the ceiling that they used to transport disabled people who couldn't walk up the stairs. And it was like a track that they would hoist them up. It
2: was like a gurney track almost. Yeah. On the ceiling. Because
3: they used to have a lot of people who were injured or sick or ill that would come to these places for the healing benefits of these waters.
0: And then when they put them in the bath, they put them on like a wooden platform that would slowly lower them into the water.
1: Interesting. (laughs) On that floor, they also had a display where they showed what people wore to do physical activity back in those days. And it was really interesting because the women were wearing long dresses that go down to their ankles. And the sign basically said that women's clothes were chosen for modesty rather than comfort or feasibility to do sport. They were actually really
3: pretty dresses. Like I would wear that to a nice event. Yeah. If I had that dress today.
1: I mean, like I love to run and I can't even imagine running with a dress all the way down to my ankles. (laughs) That's crazy. You probably don't even have sports bras in that day and age. And then for the men, they had pristine white Trousers, trousers and a collared shirt and a vest. Yes. Almost like a suit. And Just who plays sports in pristine white? Man, I would have loved to
3: grow up in those days because a man in a suit. mm.
2: People were fashionable back then. (laughs) One thing that I really enjoyed about touring the Fordyce Visitor Center was at one point as we were going through our self-guided museum tour of the old bathhouse, they had a beautiful stained glass ceiling that oh, was another. that was so I, pretty i felt like i was in a church i couldn't even believe it it was the entire ceiling beautiful stained glass of
0: course in the men's Just side Just another example of how the men's side was better than the women's side these days that would be in the women's side i think so too
3: last thing on the Fordyce visitor center know that it is free so it's really cool you'll spend about 15 20 minutes in there checking everything out and it is totally free
1: and if you're looking for the bathrooms, they're on the bottom floor. Good to know.
2: Always gotta listen. How about the were bathrooms,
1: the bathrooms? So <laughs> Not bad. I mean, you know, like we're We're at a national park, so, and it's not even like a typical national park, right? So it's standard bathrooms, but I feel like we wouldn't be the travel squad pod if we didn't let you know what's up. (laughs) So all the way, bottom floor.
2: So we didn't spend too much time in the Fordyce Visitor Center because we were rushed for our appointment in the modern bathhouse, which Kasha and Ryan did not participate in doing that, but we did the modern bathhouse. Why don't one of you ladies tell us what the modern bathhouse was?
0: It is called Quipaw Bathhouse and I did the research on it and it is a bathhouse that has four thermal pools and each pool differs in temperature. So they let you know that the temperatures of each pool and so we decided that we were gonna go into them from the coldest to the hottest and on the side they also have an area where you can do individual baths if that's something that you prefer they also offer massages and hair blowouts and underneath they have a steam cave
3: oh yes the steam cave was really cool
2: were you looking for massages no i was gonna
0: add that
3: there's also a place where you can buy food and drinks and we got mimosas for three dollars yes
2: we did but see now but
1: not me because I took an oath of sobriety <laughs> for 2019.
2: But I thought you were going to say something about see how they're now catered towards women because Brittany said they have blowouts.
1: Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's coming full circle in the 21st century for you guys. A
1: hundred years, years from now men are going to be like, oh, look at the way they treated women compared to men.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so our reservation at Quapaw Bathhouse, the first thing we did before we got into the pools was we took part in the steam cave that they have. Yeah. So
3: cool. You have to make an appointment for this and it is an extra cost. Yes.
0: It was $15.
2: Well worth it.
3: Absolutely. Well worth it. So the process for that is you go in there, you check in, then you change into your swimsuit and whatnot. You come out, meet the person, your attendant who's taking you down she with a six six is the group max group size for this cave small cave
2: at 15 minute intervals Mm -hmm. was it 15 or 20 minutes 15 i thought
0: it said 15 but she said i'm gonna leave you guys in here for 20 so she takes you downstairs down an elevator
3: i think Mm -hmm. and then you go into this cave it's hot as fuck 107
1: degrees. As a steam room
0: should be. And it was a man-made steam cave, but there was a natural thermal pool vent down there, which was creating the natural steam.
3: So you're sitting in this small room. The walls are caves. The place that you're sitting on is cave-like. It's dark. They have ice-cold water sitting next to you, and then they have
1: that opening of the hot spring spring. And they give you a eucalyptus-infused, scented towel that's cold that is very cold it was
2: really refreshing
1: yes so when you go in there it's just like that nice smell and super refreshing and then as kim and Brittany said they have the ice buckets in there so you can just pour some more on that towel put it on you and it just feels amazing as
3: you're sitting in there you're seeing beads of sweat come out of your pores in every single pore, everyone except Jamal, you're just like not a sweater. I no, guess. No,
2: <laughs> I do sweat, but for whatever reason, it takes me a long time in a steam room or in a sauna setting. I will say this: it's something that I've noticed. It takes me about 20 minutes to start when I'm in there. It's really, really weird. That's weird. weird. I yeah, think yeah. I
0: lost half my body weight in sweat. I Isn't was that sweat- <laughs> I was soaked by the time we were done. Yeah, I, I would could feel the beads of sweat dripping down my back.
1: They do have water for you as well, not just to put on your body to refresh you, but drinking water with drinking cups in there so make sure that you are taking in liquids but yeah I remember looking over at Brittany and Jamal because they were sitting right there next to each other and Brittany is just like you're watching the beads popping out of her forehead she's
2: roasting like a pig over there (laughs) (laughs) me too
0: (laughs) Me, three. And then there's Jamal, cool as a cucumber. So there are three different benches to sit on. So Kim and Zayna sat on a bench, Jamal and I sat on a bench, and then two other people that were sharing the steam cave with us were sitting on a bench. And it's dimly lit, and the walls are like rock formations.
2: Mm -hmm. Like we said, they did make it as a man-made cave, so they pretty much put natural rocks up along the wall, put a door to close it out. But what I found really cool is how they've taken the natural hot springs and created a steam cave by making a fake cave i thought that was really fun so it's its own natural sauna if you will
3: yeah and they really build around the hot springs yeah and incorporate them into whatever it is same thing with the brewery i really like that about this place
1: Mm-hmm. They also give women a towel wrap so you don't have to walk from the locker rooms down to the cave in just your bathing suit or with a towel wrapped around you, but like a nice towel wrap to make you feel a little bit more modest. They did not give it to the men.
2: They did not, no. <laughs> but after we were in the steam room cave, we went to the actual bathhouse.
1: Before we got there, though, I just want to give Jamal a shout out because although he's not southern, he has that southern gentlemanness to him. Because because the lady who took us out made the comment to Jamal how lucky he is to be in the cave alone, the sole man with five beautiful women. And then Jamal's like, well, six, please don't forget to include yourself in that count. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like saying how she was 60 and she doesn't feel her age because she feels younger. And there's Jamal. From like, the
2: hot springs.
1: Mm-hmm. And there Jamal is flirting with her. And it's just Jamal is so cute. <laughs>
2: I will say this. It goes back to my days at Denny's. I'm just really good with older <laughs> women. <laughs> I don't know what more to say. I like older women. You
3: really do. Because once we got in the bathhouse, you, we cannot get you away from these older ladies. They're I mean, a, see, but away. it's not
2: me. They're attracted <laughs> to me. And then I just talk. And then it just becomes natural. Yes. Those ladies that were from Dallas as well that we talked to in the pools. They were quite taken aback by me. I, in a good way.
1: I even tried to join in the conversation. But I felt like it was made very clear that I was not to be a part of the conversation.
2: You were too young.
0: but this happens on almost every vacation every time we go on a gate one tour jamal is friends with the older ladies they love him
1: or how about when we were in japan on the metro jamal just and ryan as well both of them jump up immediately as soon as a female gets on the metro and jamal learned how to say after you in japanese and so the elder ladies would sit down and just giggle because there's jamal saying dozo (laughs)
0: so just a bit of information about the bathhouses themselves. They were super famous because they were used to treat or thought to treat certain ailments. And they were thought to treat syphilis, obesity, arthritis, and even polio. You know what's funny about the
3: syphilis? Well, first of all, anyone out there listening, they don't cure syphilis. (laughs) And there's nothing funny about syphilis either. (laughs) It's a deadly killer. But because so many people thought that it did everyone with syphilis would flock to this place. And eventually it got so overrun with syphilis that, and to bring it back to the MLB that Jamal mentioned earlier, the MLB used to have their spring training in Hot Springs, Arkansas. But because syphilis got so bad, They got the hell out of Hot Springs to protect their players. Crazy. (laughs) Blew my mind. It was so
2: shocking to me when I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh, people really believed. (laughs) It almost sounds like natural medicine, which I do believe in to some extent. But Hot Springs definitely don't cure syphilis. And then it forced the exit of Major League Baseball's spring training. So their players did not contract syphilis. Oh, and also
3: Al Capone was in Hot Springs, Arkansas. He was a
2: frequent visitor of Hot Springs. And
3: he had syphilis.
2: And died of syphilis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not funny. (laughs) (laughs) And he was there to try to cure it. So just some more general information about bathhouses in general. We visited Quipat bathhouses, but there was also an additional bathhouse on the row called Buckstaff Bathhouse. Quipat seemed to be more of a modern take of a bathhouse where everyone was in a large thermal pool, but the Buckstaff had all of their traditional bathtubs. They used all of their original equipment and so you could only take an individual bath at the buckstaff but it was with all of the original equipment and process so and when we go back i for sure want to do that
1: one too absolutely all the original equipment but syphilis not included
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they scrub that out of there i think <laughs>
1: at your own risk
2: but like Brittany said aquapaw it was the modern bathhouse so instead of having again individual bathtubs Everybody was in giant pools, and there were four different pools, each with a different varying temperature. They had a cooler pool, then a little slightly hotter, then hotter, then hotter. And we came up with an acronym to figure out which one was the coolest to the hottest. Do you remember that, (laughs) Zaina?
1: You are an LLC.
2: Yes, and explain what that is.
1: So the coolest pool, which was at 98 degrees, was the upper one. Then it goes to the right pool, the left pool, and the center. So you are LLC, because that's what we're branding our company as, an LLC. So the upper pool felt like a lukewarm
3: bathwater. The hottest pool was so fucking hot, it was burning my body, like third degree burns.
0: I remember when we got from the coldest pool into the right pool, even though it was only I think two degrees difference in temperature because the pools only range from ninety eight degrees to one hundred and four degrees. Kim and I were like, Oh my god, this one is so much hotter! Did we get into the wrong pool? What if we got into the hottest pool and we weren't supposed to get into the hottest pool yet? <laughs> but then we went into what was supposed to be the next hottest pool and it was absolutely mm-hmm. the hottest pool. It before. was
2: scolding even yeah. just a couple degrees. I couldn't even believe it. I was like, Wow! I only had like three minutes max in me before I had to get out of there.
0: Yeah,
3: and
1: I totally get why they say pregnant ladies can't do it. In fact, when we got. In into the third hottest pool before we jumped into the hottest of hot, Nurse Brittany suggested that we take a breather before we immediately jump into it. So that's when we went over to get our $3 mimosas, except for me, because I took an oath of sobriety for 2019.
0: (laughs) 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 And while you're in the pools, because they are hot, you know, make sure that you are resting between each of the pools. Don't get out very suddenly. You don't wanna cause any dizziness. It's wet around the area. You don't wanna slip and fall. Drink lots of water, hydrate because these pools are warm. And just like anyone that's in a hot tub, they advise you not to drink and spend a lot of time in the warm water.
2: Yet they do serve alcohol to buy. (laughs) So I guess (laughs) just within moderation. But one thing I want to talk about is they do require you to have flip-flops or crocs when you're walking in the thermal pool area. Obviously take them off before you go in, but you must have them. If you don't, they're going to call you out on it. And on top of that, they only want you to take them off at the very entrance of the pool. They don't Want you tucking it in the corner. If you do it over there, they move them, and one of you ladies ended up losing your <laughs> shoes because I. you did that.
1: We went
3: after I. the first pool, we were getting out, and Brittany and Zaina said, Someone stole our shoes.
1: <laughs> I was like, What who the fuck would steal your cheap ass Dollar Tree flip flop? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say that. I didn't have any flip-flops. I think I left mine in, in Zimbabwe or someplace. I remember when we went to South Africa, I left them there. So I went to the dollar store and I bought flip-flops, I think for a dollar or two dollars, maybe it was two dollars. And they don't even have my size, but I was like, oh, this is good enough because $2 is going to be cheaper than five because if you don't have flip flops, they will let you rent some for $5. And I couldn't believe someone wanted to steal those shoes. I mean, they sucked. Yeah. So I went back to the locker room and as I was walking back,
3: I found your guys' shoes by the attendance desk. I was like, I think these shoes belong to my friends. And they were like, oh, yes, we moved them because they weren't by the railings and they weren't following instructions.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Lena and I got in trouble. So
2: Kim got your guys' shade because she was nice (laughs) enough to pick it up. (laughs) I
3: also caught some shade because I was taking a Snapchat of the... Pool area, which because it looks really cool, and someone came over and yelled at me for it.
2: <laughs> if you're gonna take photos, make sure that has nobody else in it,
1: or just be much more sly than I was. Yes. And then poor Kim actually dropped her phone into what was it? The potted plant? Yeah, like a really deep planter. <laughs> so just be careful with it, because then Jamal came out and he uh, stuck his long hand down yeah, there. Yeah,
2: lay on the ground and be like, mm, "Let me." And sneak then my up phone cracked.
1: Here. Blah blah.
0: So all in all, how much time really? would you say we <laughs> spent in the bathhouse? A couple hours, right? i say th- like two and a half, three hours. I was going to mm-hmm. say
2: two and a half, probably maybe three, who knows. But we definitely at a minimum spent two and a half because we had that 20 minutes in the steam cave and then we just took our time and joined from pool to pool. We went to the hot and then after the hot and we couldn't stand it anymore, we went back to the colder one, but we took a few breaks to have a couple drinks in the bar area by the pool. So good amount. Of time, that's for sure.
0: So, again, the steam cave was 15 to 20 minutes for $15. And you do have to have a reservation. The thermal pools, they do limit how many people can go in at a time. And it's walk-in only. And it's $20. So hopefully you don't go on a busy day and not be able to go in. And mimosas were $3. And put your shoes up against the railing. Yes. And they do offer different amenities too, like I mentioned before. They have individual baths, massages, blowouts, other things that they offer as well.
3: They had robes, but they were only for people getting a treatment. And I was pretty sad about that because I love a good robe
0: experience.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Next time you go back, you'll get yourself a treatment. Oh, yes. There you go.
0: Hey, squatties, We want to share one of our favorite travel products with you. Liquid IV is a category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being while traveling.
2: One stick fits into 16 ounces of water to give you three times the electrolytes of traditional sports drinks and hydrates you two times faster than water alone. Their half ounce hydration multiplier powder packet is the one product you need in every suitcase, carry-on, and day pack.
3: We use it while flying on planes because flights can be so dehydrating. We use it when we feel jet-lagged, when we're out on a hike, and after a long night out that has us feeling worn out. In just one stick, you get five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C.
0: Liquid IV also now comes in 12 delicious and refreshing flavors to keep your hydration routine exciting. Our favorites are the lemon-lime and tangerine with immune support.
2: It's made with premium ingredients, all non-GMO and gluten, dairy, and soy free. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use Travel Squad Podcast at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TRAVELSQUADPODCAST at liquidiv.com.
3: Hey, squaddies. Let's take a quick detour to talk about our travel itineraries that we've created just for you.
2: We just launched several new international trip itineraries, including Tulum and Japan. This is on top of the itineraries we already have for U.S. trips like the Hawaiian Island of Kauai, the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as national park trip itineraries, including Utah's Mighty Five National Parks and a week at Grand Teton and Yellowstone. These
0: fully built out 20 to 30 page PDF guides are available for instant download on our site right now. Every detail of the trip is laid out for you, so all you have to do is download, book, show up, and have fun.
3: The itineraries tell you where to fly into, the exact route to take, where to stay, park entrance prices, where to eat, driving distance between attractions, the things to see and do, even the hikes we recommend, their mileage, and the time to allot for each one, and believe it or not, so much more.
2: Be sure to head over to TravelSquadPodcast.com to download your very own comprehensive travel itinerary today.
0: And after the bathhouses, we took a shower there. We got dressed and we met back up with Cash and Ryan and we headed right over to the Bathhouse Row Winery.
2: So there's several wineries in the area, but closer to the downtown area we were in, they did have a specific winery.
3: And it's not a vineyard. It's just more of like a wine tasting shop.
2: Correct. Correct. The vineyards are out in a way. You're not going to get to those, but the downtown, it's more a winery tasting, like Kim said, and it's called Bathhouse Row winery and they give you 12 free one ounce pours of all 12 of their wines
3: so of course when we see free wine samples we are there
2: free booze anything we're there i think
1: (laughs) free anything we're there true This was another moment that was hard for me.
2: It happens.
1: (laughs) Was it because you were taking an oath of sobriety? For 2019, (laughs) yes. (laughs) (laughs) It just, you know, the wine looked really good. And then I thought, oh my gosh, 12 ounces. I know.
3: It wasn't that great.
2: They were good. They were just, a lot of them were sweet wines.
3: Really? Yeah. I'm not a big sweet wine person.
2: It's okay with like a dessert afterwards. But when you have 12 samples of it, it just gets.
0: And they were mostly whites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it oh, was I good. Enjoy. I'm.
2: I'm. Not, everyone who's <laughs> there who likes wine should definitely go. Oh, and I would do definitely it. do it. It's part again. of the experience. Oh, but in that sense, it's not like it was French, fantastic wine, <sighs> and you missed out, Hansa. It was just. It was, it was no Pinot
3: <laughs> Noir. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And while we were there, our server, he was great. By the way, Tyler,
2: we, shout out.
0: We the were, Southern charm yes. in him was just fantastic. And we asked him, you know, we're getting hungry. Is there a specific place we should go for dinner? And he was the one that recommended the Ohio Club, which is where we ate that night he was a great hospitable host while we were having our wine (laughs) so with each of the 12 wines though they were named
3: something historical about the area and then he had a little history lesson for each one there was an al capone red and that's where we learned about his syphilis
2: I think that was honestly my favorite thing about going to the Bathhouse Row winery was the history lesson that Tyler gave us through the wines. I learned so much. One, that's I feel like where I officially learned that they had the spring training in mm-hmm. Hot Springs because one, we saw it in our hotel, all the old classic baseball photos. On top of that, when we were walking through the city, they had one building that had a painted mural of some sorts of older baseball players. And I even said to Ryan when we were walking at that point, I'm wondering why I'm seeing all this baseball baseball stuff. Lo and behold, when we get to the winery, that's when we find out from Tyler that they used to have spring training there. He's also the one who mentioned that a lot of people came to the hot springs for the healing benefits. And one of the healing benefits people thought they had was the cure for syphilis. So that created a syphilis problem in the MLB. Again, as Kim said earlier, Al Capone had syphilis, died of syphilis, crazy stuff.
3: He also told us, about the alcohol rules there and how drinking or selling alcohol on Sundays is not allowed. But because this place was just a tasting place and then they sold bottles, you can't actually get a glass of wine there, that they are allowed to be open on Sundays, which is a fucking genius business idea and really speaks to their prohibition roots.
2: There's mm-hmm. always a loophole. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> and That's what he said, too. If there, If there's a loophole, someone in Arkansas would find it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they had a diner around the corner from them so they were always open on sunday to house people as they're waiting for their breakfast to serve them
2: correct but as we said tyler did recommend to us the ohio club for dinner he said it's one of the most famous places you could eat in heart springs let alone arkansas in general so we went to the ohio club and let alone the ohio club itself had a rich history that we didn't even know about
3: so cool it's the oldest bar in arkansas it was 19 1905 1905 and it had a long history so opened in 1905 al capone used to gamble there learn the gambling business there during prohibition i read this all on their menu so i'm not just like the new historian of the squad but (laughs) on the menu it talks about how during prohibition they were forced to stop serving alcohol at least publicly and so what they did is they put up this big wall about 10 feet from the entrance. And you can still see the bolts in the ground from where the wall used to be. In front of the wall, it was a cigar shop. In the back of the wall, it was a gambling and drinking bar, just like it is. Almost well, like
2: a little speakeasy in the back.
3: Exactly. And so it was really cool. You could see, you could still see the holes in the ground. And then it had the history of where the big, long wooden bar came from and how they had to, you know, put it on a boat and put it down the Mississippi River. And it, it was just really cool. And then when it used to have candle lighting and lanterns, it had like wax marks left on the bar from it. So there's so much history in this place
0: and the food was good there too and outside of the restaurant there is a bench where they have a Al Capone figurine sitting on the bench. This place also had a really long wait
3: so plan for that if you're going around dinner time and then if you are looking for some nightlife in Arkansas they also have live bands here.
2: Yes I even read on their website that's part of their history because it had so many people for gaming, drinking, they had a lot of famous jazz musicians back in the heyday and so they said even to this day that's why they have a lot of live entertainment is to pay homage to the roots of live music oh, that they cool. always had for yeah the i think guests. they said
3: babe ruth used to go
1: there too and drink and eat
2: yeah babe ruth al capone
1: bugsy seagal bugs Moran, lucky luciano all the gangsters. gangsters exactly
2: it's bugsy Siegel, by the way and what? he's the one you said bugsy seagal or whatever it was
1: potato patata <laughs> bugsy malone
2: he is the one who founded las vegas bugsy <laughs> Siegel founded Las Vegas. He created the Flamingo out there. Which Wasn't is- it
1: Bugsy Malone? No. There you go. Al Capone was a modern day mentor.
2: <laughs> yes, I guess so. But then after a very, very delicious dinner at the Ohio Club, I loved it. I had to settle my sweet tooth. And what did we have, ladies? No, no,
1: no. While we were waiting for the table, we walked there.
2: Oh, that's right. Well, anyway, I ate it afterwards. So nonetheless, after dinner, I settled my sweet tooth. But while we were waiting for our table, we ended up going to Fat Bottom Girl Cupcakes
1: dynamite the place is
3: so cute too
0: they have pink walls and all these cool decorations they went to cupcake wars as well but they are famous for a cupcake called the ooey gooey butter cake cupcake and oh my god was it ooey gooey and delicious cupcakes
1: were amazing it was so good Mm. i got the salted caramel but the vanilla base for the cupcake and i think Kim did the salted caramel with the chocolate base. Mm-hmm.
3: I wouldn't oh expect God, so anything good.
2: less from you, Zena. You're always a caramel person. Mm. Me too. I
1: love caramel. Yeah.
3: Kim, tell us about your trick squad tip for you guys. Squad
2: tip coming up.
3: It's like a pro tip, but from the squad. Yes. Get ready for it. So, everybody went straight to the cupcakes and for good reason. They're amazing. But I was kind of looking around at the gelato and the ice cream and all of that and not so sure which one I wanted. So, the cupcakes cost between 4 and 5 bucks, right? 3.50. Okay, 3.50. A cupcake. Per cupcake, three fifty. But if you want a cupcake and two scoops of whatever ice cream you want, it's only five bucks. So they say you can't get the cupcake to go, though. But if you are really nice to your person and because the Southern hospitality is on point in Hot Springs, Arkansas... Alive and well. They will give you an extra container to put your cupcake in. You can enjoy the ice cream, take your cupcake for later and get the best of both worlds for only a dollar
0: more. Yeah, I think that for two scoops of ice cream, it was like three to four dollars anyways, and a cupcake was three fifty. And so for two scoops of ice cream and a cupcake altogether, for five dollars what a steal. Mm-hmm.
2: So Kim got that, ate her scoops of ice cream, and then we went back to the Ohio Club. And so she had her cupcake after, which is when I ate mine. because I, I had
1: my, my cake dessert. and ate it too. Yeah. <laughs> I had some serious FOMO because I only saw the cupcakes when we walked in. And then all of a sudden, you know, after I've paid for my cupcake, I see that Kim is still in front of the ice cream bar. And I'm like, where did this ice cream bar come from? You had tunnel vision on the cupcakes. I did. Open <laughs> your eyes. There's a lot of things in front of you if you pay attention.
0: <laughs> there is. And so that pretty much summed up our night on Saturday and we walked back to our hotel with Cash and Ryan and Jamal and I laid in bed and ate our cupcakes. Yes. I think we ran back, dude. It was so fucking cold. <laughs> <It's> so, cold. <laughs> so cold. And of course, the squad asks me, what time are we waking up tomorrow morning? And what did I say, guys?
2: What time does the breakfast buffet start? <laughs> <laughs> 6 a.m. No, we woke up early around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Yeah. What? I we, thought so. Yeah,
0: we were up by like 5 because we were ready for the breakfast buffet at 6. Okay.
2: Because we were going to be hiking by 6.37 was our goal.
3: Yeah. And one thing you guys we've gotten a lot of questions about do you guys ever fight on your trips and we don't get into any big fights there's little disagreements here and there but the one thing that i always bitch about to everyone is the fucking alarm clocks in the morning <laughs> we're like we're all getting up at five so every one of us puts our fucking alarm clock on and it's just like <laughs> <God damn laughs> it. can you do that again, <laughs> do that again. <laughs> no <laughs>
1: Oh man. But if anything were to tear the squad apart, it'd be the fucking alarm clock sound. <laughs> I think it would be the fight for the f- to be the first person in the shower.
2: Well, we'll get to that <laughs> later. But so we woke up in the morning, we had breakfast at the hotel breakfast buffet, which was delicious. Oh Zena,
1: my god.
2: Take us through the spread.
1: They had eggs. I love eggs. No, I'm just kidding guys. I just say that because <laughs> did Kim did it live and you can hear me in the background saying I love eggs. But anyways, they had oatmeal they had eggs. They had sausage. The it was
2: no gravy. Mm-hmm. The they had fresh fruit, yogurt.
0: Cereals, beverages, milk, Coffee water. cups. <laughs> <laughs> condiments. <laughs> so many condiments.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, they had everything except for a waffle making station. Mm. I and
2: mean, it was delicious. Really they good. They had muffins. Mm-hmm.
1: They had fresh fruit that they brought out later. I
0: if had if
3: chocolate you- chip chocolate muffins. If you go to our Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast, we have a story highlight where we came at you. Live from the breakfast buffet and took you through the spread. Mm -hmm. Kim
2: did such a great job (laughs) explaining the spread for us. Yes, so definitely be sure to go check it out. But after breakfast, we had our hike that we were going to be doing because, like we said, Hot Springs is famous for the natural Hot Springs pools that come from the mountain. And yes, we were talking about in the city and the downtown area, but right behind that and the bathhouses, there's a beautiful nature area in the back, a nice big hill, mountain, forested area area where we did our hiking
0: Well, first Jamal did not point out that the main row of hot springs It's called bathhouse row and right behind that there is a staircase several staircases leading up to an area called the grand promenade And it's like an entire brick walkway and it walks past a whole bunch of natural hot springs Like a natural hot springs waterfall even grassy area hilly area and then mountains in the background So we started our walk out there first and it was so beautiful because it was like 7 a.m No one was there. We had the entire walkway to ourselves crisp
2: morning mountain air
0: and when we were walking by the streets the vents you could see the steam from the natural hot springs like rising up we passed several natural vents it was just really beautiful and then we found another side road to take us up like the back way of a mountain and that's what we hiked up to get to the start of our hike and the reason why we took that back road was because we did not want to drive our car there is parking available at the start of the trailhead but we're like you know what let's make it an easy day (laughs) (laughs) And just walk up ourselves. Mm -hmm. How was the walk up to our trailhead? It was beautiful. Like Jamal said, you just,
1: it's it's a fresh, crisp morning. So you just feel the coldness against your skin and you take a deep breath in and your nose feels chilly and you just smell the outdoors and just. You're there. The road's very well
3: paved, but surrounding it on either side are tons of trees and a lot of those autumn colors that we don't get to see in San Diego. So it's really pretty.
0: And the trailhead that we were headed to was called Goat Rock Trail. And when you're on the trail, there is a 240-foot summit with stairs to the lookout. And I remember
1: saying, like, why is this called Goat... (laughs) what is it called goat rock trail why like it just didn't make sense to me and so kim had made the, the remark that it's because this is the place where goats come to rock out
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> which i thought was the funniest thing in the world but then Brittany told me the real reason why
0: and I don't know if this is true or not, but because goats climb hillsides and um, Deep mountains. and steep mountains. And so it was a great lookout. But goats also love to rock out. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> and at the lookout, you can pretty much see the entire Hot Springs Valley. It was just a very gorgeous lookout very picturesque trees in the background mountains in the background valley low entering. cloud
2: cover coming in too over the trees it was really really pretty and serene out there and like kim said you can see a lot of the autumn fall colors changing because there was a lot of pine trees and a lot of oak trees and other types so you can see specific trees that have their foliage change and colors.
0: In this area there's also a place called Hot Springs Tower and it rises above the mountains and it would probably give you a very similar view to what you saw at Goat Rock Summit.
2: So Goat Rock Trail is supposed to be an out and back, but a lot of the trails in Hot Springs loop and connect together. So instead of doing it as an out and back, we did it to the very end where it has that summit, but we found another trail to connect to to hike our way back out and exit at a different spot on the original road that we hiked up because it was closer to the Hot Springs Tower that we were gonna go meet up with Cash and Ryan. At.
0: Yeah, so Cash and Ryan hiked up to the trailhead with us and they said that they were going to Hot Springs Tower and we did the Goat Rock Trail to the Gulfa Gorge Trail and then hiked to Hot Springs Tower from there where we met back up with them.
2: And we specifically wanted to go there because you can pay money to go to the top of the tower but we opted not to do that. Brittany and I wanted to go there specifically because we still needed our Christmas ornament because earlier, the day before, When we made it to the visitor center, visitor shop, Emporium, we did not pick up our Christmas ornament because we were too busy taking photos in the bathtub. And Kasha had told us that they had good Christmas ornaments there. So we had to go pick it up. And this is where we finally convinced Ryan to take his photo with Kasha in the tub, because they even had a tub outside right there.
1: They did. And you know, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. And one thing that you should know is that Jamal and Brittany always like to get a Christmas ornament anywhere we go of the place that we're at.
0: Hot Springs Tower, like I said, you can pay to go up. We did not do that because we saw our own lookout from the Goat Rock Trail Summit, but We did hike back down this area on a trail called the Peak Trail and this trail literally is a pretty steep trail up and back and we just went down it from the Hot Springs Tower.
2: Because it was going to be a more direct path down to the promenade that we started our hike on and as a matter of fact when we were in the bathhouses the day before, Kasia and Ryan had hiked this one up to the tower. So they hiked a different way up in the morning with us but the day before they actually hiked that way up so we took it on the way down as a more direct path back down to Bathhouse Row.
0: You know what I was saying the entire way down the trail. What? I need another cupcake
2: from Fat Bottom Girls.
1: They <laughs> were <laughs> <For> that good. <laughs> Wait, before we get to that, you know, we were joking around earlier about getting in arguments, and I really don't believe that we fight at all but sometimes we do have disagreements and so this is one of the times where we had the disagreements so while we were waiting for the gift shop to open so Jamal and Brittany could get their ornament because it opens at nine o'clock and it was about 8 50 when we got there and Brittany made the comment that she wants to jump in the shower first and then I said oh I want to jump in the shower first because I'm not washing my hair. So I felt like, oh, I can take a lot less time because both Kim and Brittany want to wash their hair. And I said, I want
3: to go in the shower first because I take the longest to get ready and I don't want to hear mommy bitching
0: at me <laughs> about being late to get ready on time. So we all have our own reasons why we want to
1: take a shower first, right? And, you know, rightfully so. We all think that our reason is super important. More so valuable than we the other. we threw it down right there in the heart <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes, we did.
1: This is the stuff that we argue about, right? So Brittany's getting a little bit passionate, which makes me get a little bit more passionate with her. And
0: finally, I'm
1: like, I haven't washed my hair in a week. I'm the dirtiest one.
0: But then I also (laughs) pointed out the last time we went on a squad trip, I showered last. So I felt like I rightfully deserved to shower first.
1: I didn't know that. I wasn't keeping track. And when Brittany said that, I backed off and I even apologized to her. And I said, okay, you're right. You know, if she's the person who showered last, then maybe I should let her shower first.
0: So true mom style, I have actually now made a list of what (laughs) order we showered in, and every time we go on a squad trip, we are just going to rotate who showers first, so we can never argue about it again. And in case
1: you're interested, please, Brittany, tell us the (laughs) rotation. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so this last time It was Zena that showered first Then Kim And then myself and Jamal So next time it's going to be Kim that showers first Then myself Then Jamal Then Zena, And we're just going to keep going In a rotation on who showers first and But in that order That's how it's solved
2: Interestingly enough the order that Brittany just said was the last order that it had gone in with Zayna first. Well, that was the case because at the top at Hot Springs Tower, it was decided that Brittany was going to go first. But her sweet tooth came in and we went to Fat Bottoms again and Zayna didn't want it. So Zayna's like, well, you guys are going to Fat Bottoms. I'm going to go run and take a shower. So Zayna took the shower first anyway after it was decided that she wasn't.
1: And I felt bad. <laughs> no, no, because... no,
2: it's all right. But we were going somewhere. So it made sense for you to go ahead. But I'm just articulating something well, was also, and while, we didn't want to get
0: cupcakes with you guys. And while we were getting our cupcakes and Zaina was in the shower, Kim was eating her own cupcake. And then later told me that she regretted not going back and getting another <laughs> cupcake. I I just really want to say I was
1: nervous about going and taking the shower first, even though you're going to get the cupcake. Because then I thought, oh, my gosh, are they going to think I'm being petty? Because when Jamal says that I ran home to take the shower, like legit, I ran. Me and Zaina went together. And as soon as Jamal and Brittany
3: and Cash and Ryan go to get another cupcake, Zayna's like, I'm going to run. Do you mind? Do you want to run with me? And I was like, no, I
1: don't. <laughs> but so I love peace to run. out. <laughs> exactly. I looked at Kim and I said, okay, bye. And then I took off and I was already out of the shower by the time Kim got back
2: to the room.
0: <laughs> so
1: is it time?
0: It's time. It's time
3: for question of the week. Well, before
2: we, sorry. It's what? not time. It's not time. (laughs) I just want to say one thing that we did. Again, this is on Sunday, driving back to Dallas to go to Brittany's sister. So we had to check out of the hotel by a certain time. But we had never been to Oklahoma before. So we took a different route back to Dallas this time through Oklahoma. And I couldn't believe how they had no cell service anywhere along the way in Oklahoma. Does anyone remember that?
0: Oh, absolutely.
3: Just like when we went to Chicago, we... Went to Michigan just to say that we've been to Michigan and see the state real quick. And so we kind of did the same thing for Oklahoma. Oklahoma is exactly how you would imagine Oklahoma would be, in my opinion. Just very country not a lot to see except like fields and trees and
2: we did only drive in the southeast corner of it though mind you but we just did it so that we can say we've been to oklahoma because we've never been to oklahoma before and that's all i wanted to say and now i think it's time for questions i Um, guess not
1: psyched out again So when you're driving through Oklahoma, all you're going to see is everyone has a pickup truck. There are tractors on people's lawns, no cell service. And when the Dixie Chicks said wide open spaces, like, you know what they're talking about. (laughs) Thank you. There's also Gasquatch. Oh,
3: I
2: forgot about that. Yeah. Instead of Sasquatch, they had Gasquatch. And it was a big, giant Sasquatch. It's telling you that there's gas. (laughs) Gasquatch. I forgot about that. That's the highlight of Oklahoma. It really was. It really was. At least the portion we drove through. No discredit to Oklahoma. Again, our friends Cash and Ryan live in Oklahoma.
1: And we even got out and got pictures with Gasquatch.
2: No, we didn't.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We should have. And with
2: that, I think now it is time for Kim's favorite part of the episode. Questions
3: of the week. (laughs) Hey, if anyone has a good jingle for question of the week, submit it to us and maybe we will use it because I need a good melody here. (laughs) Okay. So as you guys know, we stayed in Dallas for a portion of this trip. We borrowed a car from Brittany's sister. And so one of the questions that Sarah from Boston submitted, thank you, Sarah, is how much did the trip cost?
0: So we kept track because as we're podcasting and as we're doing these trips, we want to tell you guys how much these trips cost so that you can see how affordable they are and encourage you and inspire you to do your own trips. So the flights were $200 a person. Legit $200 too. Yeah. From San
2: Diego to Dallas. That is true.
0: Nonstop flight. And our hotel was $36 a person. And it included the free breakfast buffet. So you don't have to count on buying breakfast if you use that. We went out for lunch. It was probably $15 to $25 a person. The thermal pools we mentioned at Quapaw were $20 for the pool. The steam cave was 15 Dinner was $15 to $25, depending on what you got. We all got dessert. It was $4 to $5 a person. At
2: Fat Bottom Girls. So mm-hmm. dessert was pretty much the cupcakes and ice cream.
0: Mm-hmm. And we did do lunch on Sunday on our way home. And that was just a quick fast food stop. So it was $5 to $10 a person. We only spent... 60 dollars in gas for the entire trip so 15 dollars a person for that gas was so cheap there it so she like loved it
2: 220 215 and <laughs> compared to our california appliances that's great
0: souvenirs and what we mean by souvenirs are you know like the ornaments or magnets or whatever they ranged anywhere from or even a postcard two dollars to twenty dollars so in total it was approximately 330 to 370 dollars for the entire trip per person per person.
2: Excellent. So not very expensive. Keep in mind, we shaved off a few dollars by staying at Brittany's Sisters a couple nights, having the rental car. But again, if you do go with a group of people and are splitting expenses and you have to add on an extra day hotel for yourself or even the rental car, it is go- obviously going to increase the cost, but not necessarily by much. So definitely Hot Springs was a really, really affordable trip and really affordable city. And I was pleasantly surprised with how great it was.
1: You know what? What we didn't mention was I think Kim is the one who said this at one point when we were walking down the hot springs row you made the comment that this reminds you of woodland but a little bit more livelier if everyone was downtown Mm -hmm. main street and you know all four of us are from woodland california tiny little farm town in northern california and it was so homey just like woodland but if main street was a little bit more booming Mm -hmm. second and last question who sent this one in this was john in fort lauderdale Thank you, John. So John said,
3: what would you have done differently, if anything?
2: I think you had something in particular that you would have done differently, Kim.
3: Yeah, I, I already mentioned it. I would have done both of the spas, the traditional bathhouse and the modern bathhouse, because I think there were good things about both. When we were reading up on the traditional, it said that you can get like an oven mitt scrub down. And I kind of wanted that, but didn't have a chance to get it. But now I have a reason to go back.
1: And if we were there for another night, we would have gone out to Hakasan. Hakasan. <laughs>
2: Hakkasan. Arkansas. Arkansas.
1: No, I, I'm think, just kidding,
2: I think one of the things, and this isn't necessarily at Hot Springs, but I know we were all talking about it as a group. Obviously, you know, or for some of you who are new listeners that don't, we love to do a lot of little weekend getaways. Sometimes we're constrained for time. However, close to Hot Springs National Park in Arkansas, they do have a state park where you can legitimately mine for diamonds and if you find them you can keep them and I think that's one thing that we wanted to do if we had more time Mm -hmm. so if we have more time I want to go back and do that because the month that we were there maybe two three weeks before someone found a two carat diamond that they got to keep all to themselves
0: it was called crater of diamonds state park
2: yeah in
1: fact earlier that year someone found like a one carat and then like Jamal said someone found a two-pointer so I said oh my gosh we have to go because we're gonna get that three-pointer it's only going up from here on out
2: I definitely do want to go back to Hot Springs sometime soon. I enjoyed it a lot.
1: Exactly, yeah. And then the last thing I would have liked to do differently is, you know, as we mentioned, Bill Clinton is from Hot Springs. And so if you Google Bill Clinton childhood home, of course, the address is going to pop up. (laughs) And, you know, we would have just loved to drive by because, I mean, hey, that was the president of the United States. Yes. So with all of
3: those things, the main point is uh, we would have stayed more than one night because with just one night, it wasn't really enough time to see all of these different things. So if we had even just two nights, we could have seen a lot more.
2: Yeah, see or do, because again, there was another winery. And I just want to say we're talking about a quaint, small, middle America town, which it really was. But even beyond that, on the main street past the bathhouses, I think when we were walking on the street, they had 3D movie simulation things that you could take the family to and other different types of entertainment. So beyond the hot springs, there is more things to do in the area. Yeah,
3: a lot more than you would think when you hear about a small little town.
2: All right, ladies, any other final thoughts on Hot Springs before we wrap it up?
1: I just want to say it was a great weekend, and I'm so glad we went as a squad. Me too. And just really reinforce, again, you guys, Southern hospitality is well and alive in the South. In fact, the nicest person that I met on this entire trip was a worker at Taco Bell.
2: So nice. (laughs) I mean, like, she
1: blew me away.
3: She was so friendly. So nice. All right, well, that's it for us, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed Arkansas and
1: Hot Springs National Park.
2: Please subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, tell us what you'd like, and tune in every Travel Tuesday for new episodes.
1: And if you aren't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Travel Squad Podcast.
0: Make sure to pack your bags and your car, because next week we are road tripping to Death Valley National Park. Woo!
2: It's going to be hot. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.